Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Cuz, the podcast where two cousins talk about things they love. Just Cuz, today we are doing our Halloween spooktacular. This is actually our take two of our <laughs> Halloween spooktacular because we had some technical difficulties, but it is going to get right along this time. Yes, we're, we're doing it right. No technical difficulties this time. <laughs> but this is our spooky, scary special. We got some scary recommendations, some things we watch every Halloween. Sasha, what do you think we should get into first? I think we should talk about things that we watch every Halloween. I can get started with one of the things that I've talked about on this podcast previously, which is a animated show by the name of Over the Garden Wall. I don't want to get into it too much because there is a lot of great narrative setup and payoff in this show. It's about 10 episodes long. Each episode is, I think, 10 minutes. It's very digestible, but it is allowed to be incredibly scary, which is surprising because it comes from the same team that made Adventure Time. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's cool. I You've told me about Over the Garden Wall before, but I didn't know it was the same team mm -hmm. as Adventure yeah, Time. Not. That's cool. There are a lot of episodes that are scarier than others, but a lot of just the themes of it where by the end of the episode, it's not as scary, but initially you see something in just the imagery. It's fantastic. Interesting. Okay. Mm. What's, like, what's like a premise... Like a bare minimum, like without giving anything away, what's the premise of it? Uh, two kids get lost over the garden wall and they're in this unknown area. And it's, it's weird because, uh, again, I don't want to get into it too much, but it seems like their life is real. But over the garden wall, there is a lot of supernatural elements and just weird things and they come across different communities and different people and talking animals and it's fun okay is it scary or is it like or is it just a fun halloween romp it's a fun halloween romp that is terrifying at parts okay the there is an antagonist who part of which is played by christopher lloyd and he is also allowed to be very scary that's fun okay I might have to but give what it a is, watch. Yeah, <laughs> definitely watch it. You could watch it in a day. Like, it's that yeah. easy to watch. But what is something that you watch every Halloween? Well, I think I've mentioned it before, but I have this tradition where every Halloween, my mom and I watch Practical Magic together, <laughs> which is a 1990-something movie based on a book by Alice Hoffman and it stars Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. And it is my favorite witchy movie ever. Like, is it the best witchy movie of all time? No, not even close. <laughs> the plot is very questionable at best. <laughs> but the movie is just so much fun. It's like small town witch vibes. It very much feels like everything to do with fall and... Halloween and it's it's all about sisterhood and there are some really scary moments that scared me a lot as a kid I don't know 
if they would be scary now. I don't know how good the CGI held <laughs> up, but um, I did genuinely get scared by it as a kid. Um, basically, it is um, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock play sisters. They are um, the Owens sisters, and they are witches, and there is a curse upon their family, and that's that's basically what the premise is. And I've never even heard of this, and it sounds perfect for just October, fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the, no, the it's, small town feel. I love yeah. that stuff. It's it's definitely something you want to watch with a cup of tea. I I really love it, and I cannot wait. I watch it every day on Halloween, so I cannot wait for this Halloween. I will be watching it. I have seen actually this year is the first year in a little while that I've seen it popping up on every like Halloween recommendation list like on um on Hulu and uh Amazon Prime and just like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of lists of oh what are the best Halloween movies to watch it's been popping up on all of those and I was very surprised <laughs> that's good to see I definitely got to check that out yeah. one thing that I also read every October-ish because I've already read it but just the Halloween feel is the Batman series, The Long Halloween, which, just a quick synopsis, is a new serial killer by the name of Holiday arrives in Gotham and he starts killing a bunch of people. And honestly, that's the best Batman stories, or at least my favorite (laughs) Batman stories, is when a new serial killer comes to Gotham and just disrupts the status quo. Yeah. But one thing that I also add to that, because it has a sequel that is not very well known, is The Dark Victory, which I like just as much, if not more. But that's also a Robin origin story, which is pretty mm-hmm. fun. I love a Robin origin story. I love Robin as a character. I'm yes. very interested in Robins. <laughs> Can't wait to get a live action Robin. Yeah, if if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely happening. The... Uh, the Andy Muschietti movie will be that, but yeah. hopefully that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Something I can't that think I of watched... any good transition. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I I don't know how much I stick to the scary things. I'm looking at my list right now, and they all are. I I watch different scary movies and scary stuff every Halloween. But the things that I watch the same one every Halloween season, they don't seem to be the scary ones. Because the next thing on my list is, and you'll probably appreciate this, but (laughs) every Brooklyn Nine-Nine Halloween heist episode, I watch every single one of those leading up to Halloween. Because they're just so much fun. (laughs) And that's something that's not on my list, but it needs to be. Because I, I love the heist Halloween episodes in Brooklyn Nine Nine. They always go so far with the spoofiness. They and... do. They're just so good. You never expect. Like you, <laughs> you should be expecting a twist at some point, but somehow you just never expect what's happening. <laughs> You're like, oh gosh, wait, I didn't even see that coming. Ugh. And Holt always has some ploy with Cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> it's always fantastic. His fluffy boy. Oh. <laughs> My last Halloween recommendation, I mean, I watch plenty of things just on Halloween. I guess I I have plenty of scary movies to recommend later, but 
the most recent Batman movie with Robert Pattinson has become a staple of Halloween for me. I mentioned the Long Halloween comic, which this was loosely based on, but I, oh my god, this movie is incredible, and I'll probably Just... watch it on Halloween itself, like on that <laughs> night. Does that movie take place on Halloween? Yep, the first spoken word of the movie, if I'm not mistaken, is October 31st. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, I, I saw the movie, but I only saw it once when it was in the theater. Like, I think like the day it came out or something. And I'm now, now that you said that, I'm remembering like, there's a bunch of people in masks and a bunch of people out celebrating Halloween and then Batman goes and beats up a bunch of people. Okay, I now I'm remembering. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had absolutely no recollection of that <laughs> prior to this. <laughs> not even the not even the first time we recorded this episode did I think of that. <laughs> Honestly, now that you're even saying that that monologue is coming into my head where he's just like they think I'm the shadows, but I yeah. am the shadows. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. I've seen that movie so many times and I'll watch it a billion more times. I mean, you've probably seen a trend in my recommendations. I like Batman. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit, just a bit. Um, okay, so the last thing that I'm going to uh, say I watch every Halloween um, are the... Mike Flanagan miniseries, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Now, he has other ones. He has Midnight Club and Midnight Mass. Um, mm -hmm. I did watch Midnight Club. I haven't finished Midnight Mass. I know you keep telling me Which that I have to. Which is just sacrilegious. But I still haven't. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the newest one, The Fall of the House of Usher, I just started watching. I'm literally on the second episode. Oh, and it's yes. so good so far. It's incredible. Um, yeah. I, I cannot wait to finish it. But The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor, I watch every single Halloween season. Um they're just since they've come out they're just mm -hmm. so good and they're mike flanagan is just so good at what he does and last year on halloween i introduced my roommate to these two series and mm -hmm. they were absolutely obsessed with them <laughs> and she was like because i mean this... how could you not be yeah they're she so became incredible. absolutely obsessed and she was like this year we have to watch them again and i was like oh we're going to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to talk about this later in my just scary movie recommendations, but everything that Mike Flanagan has made, whether it be his Netflix movie, Gerald's Game, his, also uh, great. Uh, his The Shining sequel, Dr. Sleep, mm -hmm. uh, everything that he makes, all of his shows like Hill House, Bly Manor, it's a tough pick between Hill House and Midnight Mass between my favorite. But you gotta watch Midnight Mass because it is mm -hmm. incredible. I'll and get his most it at recent, some point. yeah, you, <laughs> I, you will, and you'll love it. I know it. I don't know why. I've just I've watched the first two episodes. I think like twice, and I just keep like stopping there. And I don't know why I can't continue. <laughs> I can't remember if it's the third or the fourth episode, but that's the one that gripped me because mm -hmm. there is a premise that is very simple. And it's just one word that I could say, like, that's the the thing of the show, but that's 
episode three or four. That's when it drops the premise. Okay. And that's where it gets incredible. But yeah, his most recent show, like you said, House of Usher, I watched all the way through and the way that it ties in not just Edgar Allan Poe's poems, but his short stories and just the majority of his work, it's mm -hmm. nothing short of a masterpiece. Yeah, I can already see it in like, I'm only like halfway into the second episode and I can already see all of the, the like things that are planted from Edgar Allan Poe and it's so, so compelling. I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you know exactly what's coming and sometimes it's very, very loosely tied to a poem. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say too much spoilers, but yeah, it, it's <laughs> incredible. But uh. with that, should we move on to just scary movies or just scary recommendations? Yes, I'll get started. Okay, so the this came out, I what is it, like three or four years ago at this point? I don't know. But they are really, really good. Um, oh, my God. I'm literally blanking on the name. Hold on. It was like, it was 1994... 1987 and 1666 and there was the oh what were they called they're they're netflix oh. original movies oh my i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about what and there were they <laughs> three oh, of them. they were really good yeah and sadie sink was in two of them and and the other act is fear street that's what it is fear street yes okay street. i got it no need to look it up i was about to but you got it those three movies, I swear to God, okay, each one just keeps getting better than the last, and they build <laughs> on each other, and they are classic scary movies, but they are all connected through time and through this, like, premise of this curse that's going on over this town, and it's just, mm. oh, they're so good. They're and really, really good. And each movie using the same actor as, like, somewhat similar character and tying in themes between those time yeah. periods and i remember the third movie being so just panic inducing the yeah. entire runtime it's really good because you start the third movie and you think you know what's going on and you're like okay i've watched these two other movies i'm pretty sure i know what's happening nope you don't and it's <laughs> really good god i just i just love those films um they're yeah. i i wouldn't say they're particularly scary they're classic slashers you know they're they've no, evolved, they're you fun know. horror movies yeah they're like except for the third one that one is pretty <laughs> hey you know in the first watch. one in the first one okay some girl gets her head sliced in one of those meat oh, slicing machines in the grocery store that's terrifying yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, no, they're pretty. Some, there are some pretty gruesome deaths in this show. Uh, I mean, not show in these movies. There are three movies. Mm -hmm. I remember that being like an event with Netflix, where the three mm -hmm. movies were coming out. Was it every couple weeks or every week on Friday? It was, yeah, it was every week on Friday. They dropped so for three weeks. They dropped the movies one after the other, mm -hmm. and. I remember I missed the initial drop, but on the night that 1666 was dropped, I watched all three of them in the same oh. night. <laughs> and that was that was a time. That was an event. I was <laughs> I was just sat in my room in the dark, just watching these <laughs> movies, just 
freaking terrified and then I came out into the kitchen and there were lights on and my roommate was there playing video <laughs> games and I was like, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been through an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> so a scary movie that we have talked about on this podcast, but I still wanted to recommend was No One Will Save You. Oh, which so good. If you have seen the poster or even if you've heard our episode on it, it's just a alien invasion or just alien in your house and no one's going to save this protagonist. Yeah. And that that's it. It's really good. It's <laughs> It didn't have the right to be as good as it was. <laughs> exactly. And just be released on Hulu with not that much fanfare. It... it it's a really good film. There's not that much mm -hmm. more we can say about it that doesn't spoil, but we have a whole episode about it, so go go listen yeah. to that. Yeah, um, go watch the movie and then go listen to our episode because yeah. it is worth it. There's there's a movie that has been getting a lot of traction this year that's very, very scary. I haven't seen it. I don't know if you have, but talk to me. That is on my list. Okay, I go went ahead. to the theaters and saw Talk to Me when it came out, and I am so glad I did because this movie, it's. I mentioned panic inducing before, and that's what this movie is. It's not so much scary, but you get connected to these characters that are written so well and have these real problems, and I don't want to see them get hurt. So when they <laughs> do. It's it's rough to watch. And oh, the whole God. movie, I won't get into spoilers again, but it's it's just the theme of peer pressure and the idea of tying supernatural or just paranormal stuff as a metaphor to drugs is it, it's genuinely masterful. You got to watch this movie. Okay, okay. I'll watch it. I just Sometimes I, do, I don't like to see scary movies alone, <laughs> and I don't have anyone who wants to go with me to see such a scary movie right now. So I'll watch Within it eventually. a couple minutes of watching this movie, you will know if you're in the right mood for it. Because if it puts you off, you could be like, nope, turning this off. I need to yeah. wait for a better time because it, well, will, it will hit you like a truck. I heard. I don't know... I don't remember who this was, but I heard someone talking about going to see Talk to Me. I don't know if it was a screener or if it was just like sort some sort of event viewing of it, but like someone was like like too scared and like trying to leave halfway through or something, and then they were like, "We don't allow that. You can't leave. This oh is God. an event or something." And I was like, "That's terrifying. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be in that situation." <laughs> I I could see wanting to leave a theater at a specific part in this movie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I love, like, I love horror movies, like slasher movies, but scary movies, it's not that I get scared from them, but sometimes I'm just like, I cannot... <laughs> I can't do it right now. This is just, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the frame of mind. I don't want that in my brain, you know? <laughs> you know what always gets me? 
is hmm. body horror. Yeah. No matter what, body horror will, like, even if I know it's practical effects and I could see it happening or if it's, I could see bad CG slapped on top of it, it still somehow gets me. Mm. I don't know. Body horror is a big one. But, like, there are lots of times where I like body horror. I'm like, okay, this is really fucked up interesting mm -hmm. i like it. <laughs> i see what you did there you know um i don't know i'm just i'm not i'm not about it with like the whole possession stuff and the um i i have no idea if talk to me what talk to me is about so i'm not saying this about talk, talk to me, to just me like in is general like, it, it's supernatural it has okay. paranormal paranormal elements well just like in general i don't like the I don't like possessions. I don't like uh it's it's never really scared me personally anything supernatural. And that's well, kind of kind of why I mentioned the characters being so great and I don't want to see them get hurt because that's what scares me. Mm -hmm. The existence of ghosts and I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it's something that I've never believed in so therefore yeah, no, I, me just, neither. I can't get scared from it yeah no i don't get no no i i okay so that's not what i'm saying i don't get scared from supernatural things or magic or that kind of stuff i love that i that's great in fiction mm -hmm. i ghosts are super interesting just like when i think it's i think when you mentioned body horror it got me thinking i think it's like the com the combination of of possession and body horror I just, it's too much for me. I don't like it. <laughs> like, when it's just, like, a normal possession, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, the whole autonomy of it all, it just gets me all freaked out in my head, you know? I get that. I definitely yeah. get that. And there's some, there's a lot of body horror in a lot of the recommendations that I have today <laughs> on this episode. And it, it's probably a theme that you can see because body horror... Even whether it's good or not, like I mentioned before, if it has bad CG, it still creeps me out. So that's why when it's implemented well, like you mentioned, when they take that extra step to actually think about it, that that's mm -hmm. when I appreciate body horror. Yeah. But another recommendation, honestly, as I'm going down my list, until I just get to my favorite horror movies in general, I'm trying to get <laughs> more scary because if talk to me wasn't scary enough for you smile at least for me personally is a pretty scary movie and that is something if you've heard of the movie smile it has a very yeah, simple no, I've premise seen it. yeah you have seen it yeah <laughs> oh it <laughs> creeped the hell out of me <laughs> yeah it's not which is, it's creepy <laughs> it reminded me of this lovecraftian creature like this simple idea that they just take to an extreme degree and by the end it is to me utterly terrifying yeah it kind of reminded me of the the monster from it follows and yes. just how it just like could be around any corner and you don't know who it could be but it's coming and it's so scary i don't <laughs> it was just like ah and then there's yeah. creepy, creepy faces and the creepy smile. No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so I, I got a classic here. Halloween. Just the first one. John oh, Carpenter. So good. 
it's just it's a classic it still holds up it is you know michael myers freaky little guy just gonna say it (laughs) (laughs) he's just a crazy little guy he's just a crazy little guy you know yeah and um i like when i like the first scene of the movie when he's a little kid (laughs) and he's just in his little clown costume holding a knife he's like what did i do wrong i just murdered my sister like (laughs) so great (laughs) honestly all of the halloween movies they dip and it goes up a little sometimes the most recent ones have some fun scenes but i don't know if they're good movies in general but halloween and michael myers just a great Mm -hmm. what i what i talked about before great premise executed so well yeah and you know as as jamie lee curtis says it's all about trauma uh (laughs) (laughs) it's the trauma trauma she says it like that trauma (laughs) i remember seeing a clip of all of those just put together oh my god i saw a meme once of michael myers coming after (laughs) coming after her right and then it cuts to her in her activia commercial being like this will change your life (laughs) (laughs) now that's a halloween movie i would pay to see That is a Halloween movie I would definitely pay to see. But honestly, on the topic of just, like, classic movies that came out that have still had sequels that have come out recently, I have begun watching all of the Scream movies this October because... That was was the next thing on my list. Oh, nice. (laughs) Good. Because I have only ever seen the first one. And now I have seen the first, second, and third. Still haven't seen the fourth, fifth, and sixth. But I cannot wait to in the next few days. Okay, guys. Scream is so good. I love the Scream movies, okay? They're not very scary. They are very much satires of the slasher genre. And I adore them. I, I also didn't grow up with them i rec- i saw them like i think two years ago at this point was the first mm. time i saw them and i actually i accidentally started with the second one because <laughs> my friends were we were gonna we were gonna watch all of them but the day that we were watching the first one i was busy i wasn't there so i came for the second one and onward and i started with the second one and me and my friend who had never i already i already knew who the killers were for the first one I just, Mm -hmm. because, like, obviously everybody pretty much knows. Uh, (laughs) The first Scream is a classic, even if you hadn't seen it. I have seen it since. I Mm -hmm. I watched it after I watched the second one. Um, I do have a story to tell, but you go on. Okay, but so me and my friends were, um, we were watching Scream 2, and there were two of us who hadn't seen it before, and the rest had. And so one of them asked, he was like, okay, at the very beginning of the movie, they're like, who do you think the, or not the very beginning, like, like maybe 10 minutes into the film. And they're like, who do you think the killer is? And I was like, I was like, it's the next bitch I see. And then the next (laughs) person that came on camera was the person who was the killer. And I went, that bitch. (laughs) It's her. And it's her. And I didn't like, 
I didn't just leave it there as a one-off joke. Like I kept saying through the whole movie, I was like, oh, it's gonna, <laughs> you guys are all gonna be shocked when she's the killer. And then she was, and my friends were <laughs> so upset. They were like, I cannot believe you guessed it in the first five seconds. <laughs> but it was great. They were like, they were like, I was struggling to keep my mouth shut the whole time. It was so funny. I loved it. And I was very shocked myself when I was right. <laughs> Okay, what's your scream story? So I was watching it with my girlfriend who hadn't seen any of them. And we started off with the first one, obviously. We didn't skip to the second one. But <laughs> we... <laughs> my girlfriend guessed that it was Dewey who the killer was. And it's not just because that's the twist in Scary Movie. But I thought about how fun it would be to have that version of the movie where Dewey is the killer obviously then you couldn't get all the sequels where Dewey has you know has all those good character moments but right <laughs> he I would like to see that version of the movie that, yeah that would so. be I mean it would be it would be interesting I think it's called scary movie <laughs> that version of the <laughs> no <movie>. that movie <laughs> although I was about to say that movie is just a comedy but that is a comedy to the 11th degree whereas scream itself is just a comedy like it's yeah. a horror comedy but it's more of a comedy well i think it's because like scream is clearly a satire it's a satirization of a certain genre and scary movie is a spoof of a genre of <laughs> all scary movies and it kind of it takes liberties and equates you know certain things that aren't necessarily true in all scary movies right but you know it's it, it, they're both good in their in their respective. <laughs> they're all incredible spaces. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I think the first one is clearly my favorite, but each of them has their. The first pros. one's really good. I've seen them all except for the sixth one, the newest one that's come out. I haven't seen that one yet, so maybe I'll watch it this Halloween or mm. not because it's only a few days till Halloween now, and I have a lot of stuff that I haven't watched. Yet. <laughs> There's yeah, still so much on my list. I still gotta watch three Scream movies. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, kind of just going back to genuinely scary stuff because one thing that isn't so much scary but more unsettling for the entire runtime is mad god which if you haven't heard is a purely claymation movie made by one person phil tippett and it took him over a decade to make this movie and it is there's not too much of a plot it quickly devolves but it is about this person or entity going down into the pits of hell to do something and i don't even know what that is because there's no dialogue there's not a lot of visual exposition you just have to look at what's going on and try to piece together as best as you can and it's it's purely unsettling that's the only word i could use to describe it but it's clearly a well worth your time if you want to watch something that someone put a lot of work into because that is clearly the case i haven't i've never seen or heard of mad god so i will i will definitely look into it because that sounds interesting <laughs> i've always had an underlying fear 
of claymation just the way that it moves so jerky I, I don't know there's just something about it that terrifies me and just the shapes of people and their faces i don't like it which is why <laughs> a movie like Coraline unsettled me so much as a kid which honestly should be on this list everything mm -hmm. by that studio Laika or Lakai my girlfriend loves those movies I think yeah. she's she's talked about wanting to talk about it on an episode but yeah we we gotta have an episode on that absolutely sometime. they're so good Coraline Corpse Bride um Paranorman. what's the other one, <laughs> one might be my that, favorite if Paranorman... not for Kubo and the Two Strings is Paranorman stop motion? Wait, I thought yeah. it was a cartoon. Oh my god, am I crazy? Yeah. Am I losing my mind? No, it's I've just seen that so good so many that times. it looks cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and Paranorman <laughs> might be my favorite just because of the narrative and the payoff at the end. But Kubo it's and the Two good. Strings is very much my favorite because it has really cool action, and I yeah. like that when people punch each other. It's great. Yeah. I'm just you know I'm I'm here for a classic. I love Coraline. I oh nightmare before christmas another stop motion mm. one but it's not i i refuse the fact that that is a halloween movie first of that, all it says it says christmas in the title first of all <laughs> i mean that was originally on my list but then you stamped that out and yes, i bullied you i bullied you into movie. correct opinion yeah <laughs> it is a christmas film because it starts in halloween and then the movie is about making their way to christmas okay just because <laughs> just because the people of this movie happen to be citizens of halloween town doesn't mean it's not a christmas movie you're it's right not, it's not a halloween movie just because they're of halloween anyway but you can watch it on both and you should <laughs> yes very much so but honestly um, uh a few recommendations and i'll say them quickly because i hadn't even thought of them until a little earlier is i feel like a lot of movies don't scare me nowadays just because i played the first two outlast games and more so the game alien isolation and after experiencing those video games, I will never be terrified more. It's just <laughs> so creepy. If Honestly, if you genuinely want to be scared, go get those video games. Outlast, the first two. I don't know if there's more. I just say that. but And Alien Isolation. Utterly terrifying experiences. Oh, I would, but then I'd have to buy a video game console, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's fair. I will take your word for it, and maybe I'll watch a, a Let's Play online. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. It's only scary if you're the one controlling it. If you oh, have to okay. be the one to press the forward button. Yeah, you have to have agency. Exactly. That's why The Last of Us game works better than the show. But that's uh, a discussion for another time. I, I, I don't... I don't think that's true. Um, I have seen <laughs> See, The Last of Us game. I've seen playthroughs of it way before I've seen this show because you mm -hmm. told me to. <laughs> you told me to play it, and my way of playing video games is watching other people play them online. <laughs> Which is fair. That's yeah. how a lot of people experience video games nowadays. Yeah. But I have to bring up the argument that if it's you controlling the video game character, 
you create this bond, even if it's subconscious. It does something to your brain if mm -hmm. you are the one controlling it. Yeah, because that's because that's you, because that it's doing your actions, and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I think that the Last of Us TV show is a, you know, a real testament to adaptation. And I yes. think that it is it works just as well as the video game in a different medium, because with a television show, you're never going to have that kind of, uh, as you say, bond with the character mm -hmm. because you're not controlling them because it's just not that medium. That's not mm. what television is. But and we're they, off on the, this tangent. The, I yeah, Sorry. I don't care. I'm keep, yeah. I'm gonna keep no, going. No. Yeah, I was gonna say we're off on this tangent, but that's what the show did so well. Is yeah. it puts you in the shoes of other characters besides from Joel and Ellie. Yeah, and the the creators of the show, who one of whom was also the creator of the game really took all that into consideration when crafting the adaptation that it is. And it's a really coherent and well-told story. And I just love it. And I, yeah. I, I don't think that it is less than the video game. I think they're just different. They're just two different mediums. You know, you can't compare them that mm -hmm. easily. And honestly, uh, that could be a recommendation. The Last of Us... Yeah, it's pretty scary. Show or game. It's it gets scary sometimes and it's they pretty don't depressing. They don't celebrate sad, Halloween. Scary. Yeah, it's real sad. They don't celebrate Halloween because <laughs> it's after the apocalypse. But um, you know, <laughs> scary zombie yeah. mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is a terrifying idea. It is because really those mushrooms actually exist. That's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. But some things that honestly not necessarily scary but they're just my favorite horror movie which i had to narrow down to two one of which i watched earlier in my teen years and i got to the dog scene which if you know what i'm talking about this is the thing oh. and i turned it off <laughs> and i waited about 24 hours and then i watched the whole thing and i loved it so much it is still one of my favorite horror movies and its poster is up in my living room i love mm -hmm. this movie no, so much thing is great okay what's your what's your second one my second one is not scary at all which is cabin in the woods oh great it's a, that's <laughs> such a great movie <laughs> <laughs> i love this movie so much and it's just it's really 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 funny and it just plays with the meta idea of what a horror movie is and creating, I'm kind of getting into spoilers, but creating a horror movie inside of a horror movie. I, I love that premise. Mm -hmm. It's it's so unexpected where the movie takes you um, <laughs> that when you're watching it, it feels like you're watching two different movies at first because you're just like, <laughs> whoa, wait, what just happened? And no, it's really, I love that movie. You introduced mm. me to that movie on your old giant television. <laughs> <laughs> and My, It was as wide as it was thick and it was like 70 <laughs> inches. 
It was crazy thing to have so in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, which I was living. I was go. I was attending college, and I had just enough money to buy this terrible, dinky little house. And yeah. I shoved that TV in there for no. It reason was hilarious. At all. It was hilarious <laughs> because it was you, me, and both of our siblings, and we were just there <laughs> watching this giant TV watching Cabin in the Woods for us for our first time, and you had mm. obviously seen it before. I sat all you guys down, Clockwork Orange style. <laughs> and it was just, what a wild experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, it was so much fun. And I um, have so much fun every time I watch that movie. Yeah. No, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. I should have put that on my list, actually. But <clears throat> you have you have the right to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, I don't think there's that much else. I think um, something that, you know, classic Halloween at this point, uh, Stranger Things. I feel like everyone gives Stranger Things a little watch around Halloween or at least a little thought. Um, Love Stranger Things so much. Yep. Mm -hmm. Great, great show. Um, mm. I Right now, I am watching... A, along with <laughs> the fall of the house of usher i need a little <laughs> refresher sometimes so i am also rewatching what we do in the shadows um oh. such a perfect halloween show uh <laughs> not scary it's a great pick me up yeah you just watch an episode of the fall of the house of usher and then what we do in the shadows no i'm a binger i'll watch i'll watch like <laughs> half of a season of what we do in the shadows and then half of the season of of fall of the house of Usher. <laughs> that that uh, i don't know if there is any right way to do it but that sounds better yeah <laughs> than bouncing back and forth that sounds pretty chaotic that would that would be totally <laughs> absolutely incoherent <laughs> just whiplash that's that's how you fry your brain kids <laughs> <laughs> but i I don't know if it's necessarily moving on to the consumption corner, but I am kind of starved for content. I don't know if you are. You know, this month there's been so much content, but I am always I'm always hungry for some more. <laughs> I'm always ready to eat. But yeah, it's just kind of continuing recommendations because I have only seen the first minute of it because then we had to uh, record this podcast. But it was just before I started recording it, I started watching the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie because I heard oh. it was really bad and I had to see just how bad. <laughs> really? Really was it bad? I haven't heard a thing about it because I hate Five Nights at Freddy on principle. Not because of because <laughs> I genuinely don't know anything about it. But um... I know too much about it. I'm a little embarrassed about how much I know about this lore. <laughs> I know genuinely nothing about it, but I work in a bookstore where um, the Five Nights at Freddy have so many books and they are, they have so many books, they have so many graphic novels and they take up so much room in my sections of, <laughs> of the bookstore and I have to figure out where to put them they make my shelves look ugly and i'm really upset about it so i hate it on principle <laughs> that is fair and there's a lot of toxic fans in its fan base and oh, i think I... there was a fight at one of the screeners oh jesus christ <laughs> oh, it... i can't wait to finish this movie though although again 
there is a movie that came out, I don't know if it was a couple years ago or a few years ago, that I cannot help but feel is going to be better than Five Nights at Freddy's. And that is a movie starring Nicolas Cage, where he's stuck as a security guard fighting a bunch of animatronics. <laughs> if you've seen it, that feels like a premise that's similar to Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know. That I mean, you come to that conclusion way better, if you want. That sounds it way is, better, though. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but I had a lot of fun watching Willy's Wonderland, which is the name of this movie that I'm okay. having a bit about. But <laughs> Willy's Wonderland... I cannot help but think is going to be more fun. And I I guarantee you I am also going to have fun watching Five Nights at Freddy's. You know, be, me I being have the no nerd doubt. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything that you've been consuming lately? I know we've well, just been recommending stuff that we have anyway. but mm -hmm. Well, the only thing that I can think of is I don't think it's a recommendation because I haven't started it yet. But I just bought this book called masters of death um and it is brand new out this year and it is it the premise is like haunted house ghosts um so i'm excited for it um that sounds I, very good i've never yeah, even heard of this it's out uh, it's um i think the author is Ooh, i don't want to get it wrong um, so I'm not going to say any author, but, uh, it's masters of death and it looks, it looks promising. You know, I'm going to start reading it very soon. And, uh, if it's any good, I'll let you know. Another thing that I saw pretty recently and I was reminded to put it on just as we were recording the podcast, which is, uh, the most recent saw. And I mentioned body oh. horror, how much it gets me and, uh, saw sometimes goes way too far with its body horror and i hate how far it goes but sometimes the scares are pretty good and i can't help but be impressed with how well thought out the <laughs> grotesqueness was but i also have to mention the whole franchise is remembered for being so gross and disgusting but that first movie barely has any gore like the moment when the guy's song his leg off just you see like three frames of a saw going into a very obvious prosthetic leg and then it cuts to the guy screaming like th that's it so you definitely watch that first movie it's not as bad as everyone says it is um and yeah. uh i think with that i i have a couple more things oh, to mention i don't fuck know off then <laughs> <laughs> I I just have to talk about them because I've been leading it up to. I don't know if you've seen Loki. Yes. That we will definitely talk about episode four of Loki, but before, I mean, we'll we'll have a whole episode on. Don't you know, the spoil whole anything. Two of Loki. Don't spoil I won't say anything. anything. <laughs> but I also want to say just how good the game Spider Man Two was. Fantastic. <laughs> Had some weird symbiote lore stuff that I wasn't expecting, but it paid it off well. The fact that that Mr. Negative is in the game and I should have seen that Anti-Venom was coming, and the fact that Scream was in this game, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but, nope. oh. Just happy fantastic. to be here. Fantastic. <laughs> well, did we have any doubt that you were going to love that game? You've only been talking about it for months. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love Spider-Man and Batman and Superman. 
I'm a simple guy. That's fair. I like good superheroes. Yeah. I love <laughs> but... Spider-Man. <laughs> and I'll get you to love I'm Batman I'm going to start a war. He's staring at me with, with like laser beam <laughs> eyes as if he had Superman's powers. This is One dangerous days, territory for me. We're going to have a whole episode of getting you to like Superman. Okay. Because he's great. <laughs> I'm writing my thesis. I've already told you I'd love to like Superman. It just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this has been a spooky, scary special. Ooh. <laughs>